This episode of The Horse Show is brought to you by Andrew W., Jack to the Future, and Katie Brown. Thank you guys so much. These guys donated over at patreon.com slash I hate horror, where we release bonus episodes and extra content. Uh, we're hoping to do a bit more uh, coming up soon. We've, we actually have a video that we're going to post very soon, too. So uh, check that out. It's like a donation. It's like a monthly donation service, and every dollar helps. And, uh, yeah, we really appreciate it. So go over there to donate. Thank you guys very much, and uh, enjoy the episode. The 80s are over, Reagan is out of office, and Freddie has been killed five times up to this point. With a steady decline in ticket sales, Bob Shea decides people have seen enough of Freddie. But the final nail in the coffin, at least in my eyes, New Line Cinema strikes gold with Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles in 1990. The Nightmare on Elm Street franchise is no longer the flagship brand of New Line, but they want to give Freddie a going away present. The man that built New Line deserves a proper burial, right? Freddy's Dead, The Final Nightmare will be released in 1991 as the finite conclusion to Freddy's story. But they aren't quite finished yet. Wes wants to try and make magic one more time. And ten years after the release of the original Nightmare on Elm Street, he has a new trick up his sleeve. From the horror show and bloody disgusting, this is Serial Killer. All right, everybody. So last week was kind of a cliffhanger. We had to cut it off because that episode went two hours long. Um, So up next, you will hear the conclusion of what was supposed to be part two. uh, And this is going to be our uh, recap of Part six, Freddy's dead. Um, so I'm going to throw that on right now. And then after that, we are going to get, you're going to get the new part of the episode, which is New Nightmare. September 13th, 1991, $11 million budget, 34. You're talking so fast. Nine, <laughs> I drink a red. Um, $34.9 million box office. Um, that would be $65 million today. Again, not bad. Um can you imagine seeing – I think I said this at the beginning of the episode – seeing this in theaters? I'm trying to figure out how mad I'd be that I spent like – depending on if I was bringing a girl or not. Like, I mean but like at this point you th- – yeah, well, yeah, that's true. But like – Oh, yeah. Your, your, your expectations – well, your expectations for this one are different because they are like – they were hyping it as like – The final. This is it. Yeah. And that was their plan. Like they were never like – not like every other movie where it's like, oh, he's dead, he's gone. Like, this was like, we're done. 
that's a wrap. Yeah. So I'd probably be excited for it. I, I would definitely buy into it. I buy into so much bullshit. The 90s was like a weird time. I, I don't know how I would have felt. I know. Yeah. I think I would have been excited, though. I think I would have been like, I got to see it. It's the last one. Maybe they'll – I heard it's going to be really good. I heard I heard they're going to wrap everything Do you think people up. thought it was really good at leaving? Leaving that showing? No. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I think I'd walk out and be like, fuck. <laughs> they got me again. Did you see who wrote the original screenplay? Um, no, I don't think so. Peter Jackson. Oh, yeah, I did see that. That's pretty cool. It was an early screenplay f- featuring an old, decrepit Freddy. So it's pretty much like, old, so weird. Pretty much like old man Logan. <laughs> so New Zealand. <laughs> uh, old man Logan. Um, this movie is a fucking fever dream. Yeah. This is a nightmare. <laughs> First of all, it takes place in 1999, but they do nothing to – it looks exactly like 1991. First of all, it starts with a quote by Nietzsche, Frederick Nietzsche, and then it follows it up. With a with, quote by a – A quote from Freddie that just says, welcome to primetime, bitch. <laughs> Dude, we were cracking on them for quoting Loomis. Yeah, yeah. They're quoting Freddie. It's not even a relevant it's quote. A nasty <laughs> quote. Welcome like that probably up to their rating right there moment one they were like well it's rated r <laughs> yeah <laughs> like you're only gonna go up from here so take it easy guys and um, then and then it shows a map and it just i guess terminator was a hit because it was like 10 years in the future dude it's like a map it is the shittiest graphic i've ever seen it's a map of the united states and the text is written like such a like a stupid asshole made it like <laughs> <laughs> well yeah. A stupid asshole did. Yeah. <laughs> did this movie at any point in time look like it took place in the future? No, never. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely, positively, no. That is not, no. Nope. And he's playing Nintendo. Like, yeah. like they couldn't even make up a console. Well, it's, it's, it's like a joystick, but they, I don't know. Is it Nintendo? I don't even know. I know Nintendo was mad. Well, yeah. I... <laughs> um, we meet this guy. Uh, he'll eventually be known as. Oh, I'm sorry. It says ten years from now, and it says mysterious killings and suicides wipe out the entire population of children and teenagers. There's new evidence of one surviving teenager, which brings us to this kid. Yeah, um, he's a John Doe. You don't know who he is. I'm just gonna spoil it. Him being the one surviving teenager yeah. means nothing. No, nothing at because all. They to fucking the story. kill him. Yeah. Um, we're I, we can just jump into the craziness of this. So. We meet this um, John Doe. Uh, he's on an airplane. He's having a dream. He falls through the airplane, and that's when he sees. F- no, he falls through an airplane, wakes up in his bed, and then his house is falling. Yeah, yeah he wakes, wakes up. He's like, well, that was a crazy dream, and looks out his window. His house <laughs> and he's falling. still falling. <laughs> and Freddie drives by, flies, flies by, by on a fucking broom. Quoting Wizard of Oz. Quoting the Wizard of Oz. This is like the sixth time we've mentioned this this podcast, and I can't stress enough. Freddy Krueger <laughs> is flying on a broom. And wearing like a witch's hat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. And he, he goes, I'll get you my pretty and your little soul, too. Yes. That's exactly what he says. <laughs> Freddy fucking Krueger. Who thought this was okay? I, I almost turned it off at that point. Like, I was honestly like, fuck this. Um, but I stuck it out, man, and it, I was kind of happy. Um, the kid ends up rolling down a hill for 30 minutes. Yep, yep. 
<laughs> only to get hit by a bus. bus that Freddy's the Freddy's driving. driving. It's, you know, it's like a cartoon hit. Yeah. Face is squished. Dude, how many cartoon noises this is are a cartoon. there? In? It is a cartoon. Yeah. Dude, there's scenes where it's like boing, 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 boing. there's like boing, 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 boing. like Flintstone noises, like foot noises, like boing, 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 boing. like it is so fucking bizarre. So his face is just like smushed against the windshield. Freddie says, "No screaming while the bus is in motion." He goes, "Now be a good doggy and go fetch." And he slams the brakes <laughs> and t- sends him through a different dimension. Th- throws him through like I guess it was just like the the invisible wall of spring, Springwood, Springwood. So he goes through. Freddy can't pass it because he try. There's a giant cutout of a person, like a like it's in a cartoon, cartoon yes. of a of a person, like a outline. chalk outline yeah. of this kid that flew through it. And Freddy goes up to try and go through it, and it closes. It's like when uh, Wiley Coyote is trying to catch the road. Exactly. Yeah. And he can't leave Springwood. Yeah. That was the perfect way to show the audience. <laughs> <laughs> we still don't know why. We or don't who this know kid why. is. <laughs> We know nothing. Or why he'd be thrown through it. No. And leave an outline of it. No, and the kid hits his head on the rock and uh he'll he'll end up having amnesia. But remembering everything as <laughs> I wanna say remembering everything as the movie goes on, like cause that kind of sounds like it makes sense. It doesn't. He literally goes from knowing nothing oh, to being like shit up as a ghost. To being like, I can't fall asleep because Freddy Krueger will get me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um uh we meet uh our New group of youths that will all die. Spencer, Carlos, Tracy, and their counselor, Maggie. Yeah, they're in a, they're in a home for troubled youth. Just uh, runaways. One was beaten to the point where he can't hear anymore. Parents one was molested, and then one just likes to smoke pot. One loves weed. <laughs> yeah. That's it. That's why <laughs> not, he ran away from Not him. even heavy drugs. Because he was doing something illegal and didn't like his parents. These other two people have terrible backgrounds. Like like the 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 rape one, the girl that was raped by her dad is like one of the most disturbing things for sure. <laughs> we also learned that one of the kids, the kid that likes to smoke weed, is also making pipe bombs for fun. Yeah. Hey, He's hey just guys, an asshole. Pipe bombs are fucking illegal. Like making them, not blowing them up. Like if if the police find a pipe bomb, you are going to jail. That is a crime. And everyone's like, oh, for Christ's sake, these kids and their pipe bombs. However, <laughs> do you remember in the 90s, pipe bombs were like super popular? Yes. Everybody made one, just yeah. blew them up in the woods. Yeah. It was always a huge deal. That's so weird. I do remember that. We probably should say no more. <laughs> um, oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so Carlos is, uh, yeah, he's he's deaf. He has to wear a hearing aid. Yeah. Um, and our counselors, uh, this place is the worst place any human being could live. Even the counselor's office looks like a fucking dungeon. I would rather be in Castle Freak's castle <laughs> than live in this place. Yes. It is the dingiest, rottenest piece of shit I've ever seen in my life. Um, and then uh, this John Doe, he ends up getting pulled into it. They find him on the streets. They're like, hey, we found this crackpot, doesn't know anything. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, they, they, Imagine that's how things operated. I and, you know, I know there was a point in this world where, you know, things did not operate the best way for people with mental illnesses and things like that and runaways. I don't think they were this bad in, like, 91. Maybe they were. I don't know. But I, I find it hard to believe. He comes in. He's got amnesia. And Maggie's like, so what's your name? I, I forgot. She's like – and she says something about his amnesia. And he's like, yeah, that's – he's making amnesia jokes. And he's like, that's the thing about amnesia. It always keeps you guessing. She's like, okay, do you know where you're from? I don't know. <laughs> okay, take it easy. You're the one joking about amnesia. 
Get the fuck out of here, kid. Um, he knows nothing, but he knows he can't fall asleep. Right. But he's like, I don't know why. I just know I can't fall asleep. So he's been trying to stay up all night. Even though when they found him, he was knocked unconscious. When they found him, he was eating a burrito in an alley. Oh, was he? <laughs> yeah. He they found him when he hit, hit his head on the No, because they're driving by and they're like, I've never seen this junkie before. <laughs> and he's like hunched over in an alley eating a fucking okay. bean burrito. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no. Uh, yeah, yeah, they find a news clipper clipping in his pocket. Basically saying he's from – basically solves the rest of the movie that they'll question the entire time. It's like a clip for clip from the Springwood magazine. It's got like Amanda Kruger on it. Everything is spelled out in this article, but they're, they're, they they don't understand it. Yeah, so to cure his amnesia, she's like, oh, we'll just we'll go just to Springwood. Go to Springwood. Fucking immersion therapy. That's never hurt anyone before. <laughs> never caused terrible things to happen. And also we, we, we should mention we're starting to get clips of these dreams – um, that like everyone's having yeah. of a little girl with it, it's clearly Freddie like from the first second you know it's Robert England um, but as a human right like as a dad and the little girl's like daddy and you hear things like I won't tell and it's like these like kind of like fragmented clips and everyone's having dreams about them <laughs> just everyone they're just cramming it in everywhere so. That is that. And that'll pop up a lot. So they take John to Springwood. But before they do that, isn't this where he walks up the stairs on air? No, they do that in Springwood, I think. They do that in Springwood? Yeah. Or I don't even know. Let me look. Uh, oh, No, because he bumps into one of the guards. You're right. You're right. flies through you're the right. fucking window. You're right. They, they don't know. They don't know. <laughs> John has a dream and starts sleepwalking. And it is... He's walking up fake stairs. Yeah. He's walking up fake stairs sleeping. And it is the worst green screen effect yep. I have ever seen. Yep. Star Wars, better. Clash of the Titans, better. Everything is better than this. It's like, he's like diagonal. It's like if we tried to do it and we were like, oh, we fucked this up because we don't know how to shoot it at the right angle <laughs> to film this. That's what it looks like. It was it, bad. It is insane. It is fucking bananas like it's like if you squint hard enough you could see the actual steps he's stepping on oh yeah you could (laughs) like it was like pixelated around his feet like it wasn't a pure green screen like his shadow was showing up it was so fucking bad um so yeah then they take him to springwood um they take a van that looks like i originally wrote down it looks like Gigi allen's tour bus but then i realized the only like because it's like spray painted all over it's like it's this it's the van for this center for runaways but it's got spray paint all over it. But then I realized the only thing they spray painted on it was words like reptile and nasty. That's what's it's like. Uh, it's so tame. Yeah, <laughs> reptile. That'll show them. Um, and we've the the other three kids, um, Tracy, Carlos, and Spencer, had stowed away in the van, I guess, to escape. And even crazier, Maggie is taking John, the kid John, um, and then they find the stowaways, and she's like. You guys, you got to get back to the center. Take the van. She leaves them completely unsupervised. Three runaways. Yes. <laughs> with a van. That was my note, too. Like, because she's like, me and him are going to go over here. You guys just stay. <laughs> We're going to walk gonna around town. How are they going to get back? How are they going to do anything? They're just walking around town. It makes literally nothing makes sense. This is one of the worst. Like, I'm saying, like, how are her and John going to get back? No, to the I know. Okay, it, it makes no sense. And then why would those three runaways, a, go back, know how to get back? They're they hiding. They were just trying back. to leave. Yeah, and you're like, here's the car. <laughs> Be honest, go back. It was 
it is appalling. <laughs> it is an appalling attempt at filmmaking. It really is. I don't. I would put this as like one of the worst things we've ever seen. Like, in terms of like script. And yeah, and like script yes. writing, like that. <laughs> I completely agree. Like you can put that in front of anybody's face and be like, explain it, <laughs> and they can't. You're like, well, I I completely agree. <laughs> Like I said it before, this movie sucks. Yeah. It's probably the most enjoyable of like two, three, four, nah, two, four, five. Zam Bar's in it. So is Tom. Yeah. yeah. They got so many roles together in like weird things like this. They were always like, it was so weird. Yeah. It was so fucking weird. And Roseanne Barr, who I actually love the show, Roseanne, uh, is is hamming this up to the point where it's like, is this a spoof? Is this this is not a Freddy movie? Like, cause she's like, my babies, I want my babies, and Tom Arnold's like, oh, that brings him around. That's exactly what he says. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then they hear a bell ringing, and Maggie's goes to John, oh, who somebody's got to be ringing that bell. We should go check it out. <laughs> this is their leads. <laughs> All the yeah, to figure out hearing to figure a bell. Out his parents. Yeah. <laughs> and by the way, also hold on, they're back in in Springwood to help him remember his amnesia. This lady's supposed to be a counselor. Yeah, she sees these fucking freaks, and she's like, "Fuck out of Dodge." Yeah, there's no one here. You're not going to find anyone <laughs> of value in this town. When they go into that room and that teacher is teaching class to two empty chairs. And she's like, don't interrupt them. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. And not only do not interrupt. Okay, so like that scene can be effective too, I feel like. Like, I mean, if you want to. I don't know what I'm like saying I said, anymore. I, My I, brain's No, broken. I said that before we started talking. Yeah. Like, I don't mind this backstory. Like, everybody lost their mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just poorly executed. Like, because like, he's. Like, the teacher's like, let me tell you about Freddy Krueger. And I'm like, okay, this is kind of cool. Yeah. Then he's then like, he's in 1492. <laughs> 1492. <laughs> Freddy sailed the ocean blue. And I was like, what the fuck is this? Which even that, I'd be like, okay, this guy just lost his mind. But then he, like, looks at the camera he's like, in 1494, Freddy came back for more. Like, <laughs> like it's a thing. Like, he's been around for that long. Yeah. <laughs> like, none of us know Freddy's origin story. <laughs> Oh, my God. It was so fr- – yeah, he goes, welcome to Freddy 101. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It was so funny. But, yeah, like at that moment, I was like, okay, this is kind of cool. Like I'll buy into this if you want me to. Like 1492. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, yeah. 1493, Freddy sailed across the sea. <laughs> um, the runaways like are driving in circles. I, I'm sorry, I just forgot about the Carlos scene. So yeah, they're they're driving in circles. Um, yes. <laughs> they keep showing up at the same stop signs, and, yeah, and they ask Carlos to open up a map. And he just gets engulfed by the map, but it's nothing happens. Opening and opening and opening, <laughs> and nothing happens because he was sleeping. And that was the worst Freddy but, could come. <laughs> that's all he did. <laughs> Which is stupid because he because then Freddy. Hold on. Freddy could have killed – if he wanted to kill Carlos, he could have just done it right then because he's asleep mm-hmm. and Freddy's fucking with him with a map. Yeah, yeah. But then we spend 15 minutes with Freddy actually trying to kill him later. Yes. Why? So long. And uh, – whatever. And, so and Paul's favorite scene in any movie ever. There's like, what does the map say? And he wakes up and he just says, this map says we're fucked. <laughs> <laughs> because, it, because the map had you're fucked written on it. Oh, my God. 
That's so stupid. Um, so they decide to go into this house. They break into a house and they're like, we'll just sleep here for the night. Um, it's the most disgusting house of all time. Uh, it also transforms. Into Freddy's house. While they're in it. Yeah. So they're inside this house, and from the outside, you're watching things explode. <laughs> the windows blow out, and the, the house actually, like, just, like, crumble onto yeah. itself. And these kids, it's, in the next scene, these kids are inside, and they're just, like, walking around like nothing happened. <laughs> yep. Um, Carlos falls asleep. They really just didn't give a fuck in this movie. They were like, we're just going to do whatever the fuck we feel like. Yep. Um, Carlos falls asleep, dreams about his mom, and he's like, don't make me deaf, mom, because his mom pulls out a giant Q-tip. Oh, you know what? This scene's gross. Yeah, it is gross. It's, it's fucking vile. It's vile. <laughs> and then Freddie turns into the mom. Yeah, it's gross because she's shoving the Q-tip all the way into his ear, yeah. and it comes out the other side, and it's like brain matter. Yeah, yeah. and it's Freddie. Um, and Carlos is now deaf in both ears, and he goes, oh, oh Carlos, give me your ear. Lend me your cut, ear. Cut, cuts off... <laughs> Cuts off his fight. Cuts off his ear. Um, then throws him through a wall. And then Carlos can't hear anything. Oh, my God. This was <laughs> – this is like the antithesis of like not Freddy. Like this isn't the Freddy we know. Carlos is walking around full deaf. He can't hear anything. Can't hear. We're, we're, we're not able to hear anything either. Yep. And Freddy is dancing. behind him. Dancing and like clapping, clearly and making yelling. puns. Like he's like saying shit, and we can't hear a single thing. And, and, he, and he's using one blade to shush us, us, yes, the audience, the audience. And he he breaks the fourth wall another time in this movie also. But he looks at us and like Roger Rabbit, like shh, like Elmer Fudd, like I'm holding because a rabbit. It's a Looney Tune. <laughs> yeah. Um, Freddie gives him back his hearing aid though. And it turns into like a fucking alien and attaches itself to the ear. Yeah. But it's super sensitive. He hears like water dripping and it sounds like explosions. Yes. So he Freddy drops a nail. Yes. And the kid catches it. So then Freddy drops more. Then we cut to Freddy with a chalkboard. And instead of just such a cartoon. First of all, first of all Freddy's a serial killer. Why is he just not killing this kid? And Freddy turns into carrot then, top. Then he has the chalkboard, and instead of just scratching it to fuck with the kid, the kid's like, Carlos is like, you wouldn't do that, man, would you? Well, yes, he would, because you just watch him cut off your ear and then drop a bunch of nails. And Freddy's like, mm-hmm. And the kid's like, no, you wouldn't. And Freddy's like, mm-hmm. And it goes back and forth like that. And Freddy, I guess, is, I don't know what, I guess Freddy's not talking because it would just make his head explode. I don't know. But Freddy refuses to talk in this scene, even though he has his hearing back. Right. But then just scratch the chalkboard <laughs> yeah. instead of playing with him. <laughs> and the, he's like over-exaggerating his nods like, yes, I would. <laughs> and you know what? Freddie's been stopped five times at this point. Stop. Wouldn't you at that point, you'd be like, I just got to kill these fucking kids. <laughs> as soon as I get them, these kids get too smart. I give them too much time and they fuck with me. Like, yep. I just got to kill them. But no. Um, yeah, and Carlos' head literally explodes. And he goes, nice hearing from you, Carlos. <sighs> Probably the best pun yeah. he's ever made. Yeah. Um, back in the house, um, they can't find Carlos. John and Maggie uh, are now at an orphanage talking to a lady who's talking to invisible children. Um, she gives them no information. But <laughs> <laughs> but they figure out that John is, is his kid based on nothing. 
John John's like, I figured it out. And, and somehow has memories of Freddy at this point. Yeah. Now is like, Freddy kills you in your sleep, and I guess I can't go to sleep, and I know he's my dad. Well, you shouldn't know any of this because you have amnesia. <laughs> um, also, none of it's true. No, none of it's true. <laughs> none of it's true. And it's all based off of one cartoon they found. Yeah. A, a child a shitty, cartoon. A shitty child's drawing. Yeah. Um, Remember when Maddox used to... Uh, yeah, that was so Petite. funny. Shitty kid. <laughs> shitty kid. Picture. Ding, ding. Here comes the shit mobile. <laughs> um, and then John has an epiphany. He's like, we have to get them before Freddy does. Yeah. From a guy that does not remember anything. Yeah. Just a reminder. Um, up next, Spencer falls asleep. And um, he's watching uh, Oprah Noodle Mantra. Well, before that, he's, wa- <laughs> he's staring at a cr- – all he's doing is smoking a joint. He's like, oh, check out what's on the TV. Oh, yeah. That was that it's before? It's a broken, unplugged TV with nothing on. Marijuana does not do that to you. <laughs> oh, my God. Is this also like the in the garden of Eden? Well, that, that's after Oprah, Oprah Noodle Matra. Oh, it is? Okay, yeah. okay. So, yeah, he's watching Oprah Noodle Matra. With Johnny Depp. With Johnny Depp's alter ego stage name because he obviously Finest just role. didn't want to be associated with this fucking movie. He, I guess he did it as a he's, favor. He said that he would have been in it. He's like, they didn't ask me to have a full part. He's like, they, they said I don't think that's true because he then said that what I read was he did it as a favor to the director who was like a P it's this girl who was like a PA for, since like part one. And then they were like, you want to direct a movie? And they let right. her direct it. Yeah. Um, but he was friends with her. Um, and he was like, I did it as a favor for her. Yeah. He, he had like no interest from what I understand, but Johnny Depp's full of shit. Well, I, I, I'll find the He source. was still pretty young. Yeah. He was really young still in this. Like, he looked really I'm young. trying to find the source because he was like, I definitely would have taken a full part. Yeah, and he's doing the this is your brain on drugs bit. Um, and then Freddy comes in and, like, hits him in the head with a fucking. He goes, what are you on? It looks like a frying pan and eggs to me. <laughs> then Spencer starts tripping balls. and In the God of the Vida. Tripping balls. And he's so happy. Off marijuana. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then Freddy, this is when Freddy gets him into a video game somehow. Yeah. He turns into a video game. Um, and he, the, Freddy talks so much. Great graphics. <laughs> that is the most unfreddy thing that has ever been uttered out of his stupid fucking mouth. <laughs> Great graphics. Like Freddy would ever give a shit or even know what a video game is. Why would he? He's been dead for 20 years. <laughs> <laughs> it's insane. And John and Stacy come in and find Spencer. Spencer Spencer's fighting his dad in the game and he like eats oh, yeah. like an apple from the tree and he turns into Super Spencer. Yeah. But they find Spencer and he's getting Freddie's like stepping on him. Or Yes. Or Spencer's dad is stepping on him in the so, game. Uh, uh, so you see his stomach going up and down. They're like, I think it's the weed. <laughs> yeah. Maybe that's it. And then Freddie makes him just Bangs head into the ceiling. Dude, so that so cut- in his dream, he's jumping like Mario. Yes. Up and down, like really high. And then cut to the real world. And he's like hitting he's his head so on So slow and zoomed in on his face. It's just like doink, doink. <laughs> and he's like punching the walls and shit. Yeah. It's the most bizarre thing I've ever seen. Um, and then, of course, uh, John's like, I'll go into his dream and get him out. I had no idea what's happening. There's guns. And there's so many silly noises. Freddy's like, I'll beat my house four. And I guess John can't fall asleep because then he gives Maggie or Tracy. He gives Tracy like the smallest, flimsiest piece of wood I've ever seen. It's like, knock me out. 
and she won't. So he slaps her across the face and then she knocks him out and he enters dream world. Tracy looks just like Ed Furlong. <laughs> Female Ed Furlong. But this whole movie was like Terminator. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, and then somehow in his dream, they find Freddy playing video games. <laughs> And they take away his controller. Like, they're like, gotcha. (laughs) (laughs) They ground him. It's a fucking dream. Like, how do they? Uh, Yeah. And then he's like, you forgot about the power glove. Which they did not have permission to use. Um, And then Freddy starts going, boing, 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 boing. (laughs) He's saying that as he's making Spencer jump and smash his head into shit. Boing, 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 boing. uh, What do you know? I beat my high score. (laughs) It says here that uh, Bob Shea said they asked Nintendo to use the power glove. Nintendo said no. So Bob Shea was like, "Eh, I don't care. I'm just going to use it anyways. He said said Nintendo never sued and they probably sold more power gloves than ever. That's not true. First of all, power gloves sucked. First of all, power gloves sucked. That was not a power glove. It's not like they used the real power glove. Second of all, nobody watched it. looked like a giant rusty piece of shit. (laughs) And yeah, again, everyone that walked out of this, that was the last thought on their mind. (laughs) They weren't like, Freddy used it. I want to use it. They were like, what the fuck? What did I just watch? What the fuck was that nightmare? What a piece of shit. Um... I mean, we got to move along here. Uh, after all of this, um, I mean, wh- what the fuck happened? So who, who everyone, everyone dies. <laughs> Tracy kicks Freddie in the nuts, um, but she gets woken up. John, oh, John's in a parachute for some reason, and Freddie's like, "Oh, do you think I'm your daddy?" Wrong, and then cuts his parachute, and he's dead. Yes, and f- during that, Freddie also reveals that. He doesn't have a son. He has a daughter, daughter, which we all knew because we've all been watching the flashbacks. (laughs) Of course, it's fucking Maggie. (laughs) That's that's a good point. It's like the village type twist. First three minutes, you see a girl talking to her dad. Yeah, (laughs) it's a very excellent point. Um, and uh, when when John wakes up, he's dying, but he's able to uh, tell Maggie. That's his daughter. That it's his daughter. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Oh, boy, man. So Tracy and Maggie are the ones left alive. Um, they go back to the shelter where there's this guy named Doc. Um, and he's like, Ugh. no one knows. No one has any memory. Somehow their memories have been wiped. They have no memory of the of the other runaways. And Doc's like, I remember because I can control my dreams. And I forgot that this was 3D. <laughs> was it? Yeah. I did know that. Yeah, you did. Fuck. And it had 3D glasses. There was nothing I saw like during these first things that I was like, oh, that's definitely 3D. But then <laughs> Maggie decides they have to go into the dream together, right? I mean, there's whatever. Maggie has to go into the dream to kill Freddy. Yeah. And she recruits this guy, Doc, to help her. He's got, like, this elaborate setup to, like, pull himself out of sleep. Like, when his heart rate goes up, like, a giant alarm goes off and wakes up. Smartest thing I've ever seen in the fucking franchise, by the way. Um, it's crazy. So her and Tracy are going to go into the dream world and get Freddy. Um, and she puts on 3D glasses. Like, she's like, I got to put on 3D glasses when I go into the dream world. And that's what she does. And, like, that's when the 3D starts, I think. Yeah. 
What a waste of money. It was a total <laughs> waste of money. And it was all for that scene where she enters. She, like, walks through a poster. It's so hard to explain. There's, like, a... I don't, I don't even give a shit. I don't even give a shit. Um, yeah. Tracy had a dream about her dad, She's, too. Yeah. We, we forgot to she cover that. Bashes his face. <laughs> like like a cartoon, it stays that way. Yeah. Smaps <laughs> it's, And it's really Freddy. It's really Freddy. Um, Doc also explains to us that there's these dream demons. Of course. Um, who, who could, that's why Freddy keeps being revived. He's never dying because these dream demons keep him alive. And we have to pull him into the real world and kill him. Which is what they've done three times. <laughs> so Maggie does decide she's going to be the one. Um, but she needs to put on a pair of 3D glasses in order to enter Freddy's mind. Um, Once we're there, we see that Freddy was a lot of memories. picked on. A lot of memories. Uh, Alice, Alice Cooper abused him. Ba- baby Freddy pulls out a mouse, the class mouse, and smashes it with a hammer. <laughs> and then gets made fun of. Yes, rightfully so. Yeah, totally. <laughs> um, teen Freddy is cutting himself, and his dad comes home and beats him with a belt. Yeah. He's like, well, why doesn't this work? And Freddy's going, thank you, sir. May I have another? Um, adult Freddy being burned alive, we see. And then we see the stupid dream demons come in, which I would have been fine with them if they just entered him as he's burning alive, and they're like, we're taking you kind of thing. But then they start talking to him. And they're like, hey, want to live forever? <laughs> He's, he's like, I want it all. And they go, of course you do. And then they just go into it. Yeah. <laughs> of course you do, silly. Um, and we also see uh, OG uh, human Freddy uh, killing his wife with a sensual backyard massage. <laughs> and Maggie sees this and is like, you killed my mom. Um, and immediately Maggie and Freddie. Why does she not remember this? Like, okay, I can you can say it's like a repressed memory or whatever. Well, that's a big one. That's a huge one. Yeah. And just the rest of your life. And you were adopted. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, Maggie and Freddie um, get into it. And we kind of find out that uh, – and the plan here is Maggie's going in to bring him back to the real world. And then they're going to beat the shit out of him. They are not prepared to beat the shit out of him when she wakes up, by the no. way. Like in the other ones, remember, like she gives Johnny Depp the bat. Or was it Johnny Depp? Yeah. Well, it- Yes, no, yes, no. yes. Yeah, she's like, when I wake up with him, like, yeah, because then Johnny falls asleep. Like a yeah, jerk. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that's what happens, though. And it's like, it, it makes sense. Like, be ready. I'm going to pull him out. You, you fucking whack him. Yeah. Like, beat the shit out of him. These these clowns are just sitting around, like, oh, let's see what happens. Um, yeah. And uh, so Maggie and Freddie get into it. We find out that Maggie's the rat. She ratted on her old man for killing kids and killing her mom. Um, and after a little bit of struggling, Maggie pulls Freddie into the real world. This already happened, but it's happening again and with much different results. Like Freddie's head is like pulsating, like boiling. Yeah. And they pull Maggie out and. Um, Everyone's just forgetting part one. Um, and they're like, where's Freddy? Where's Freddy? Oh, it didn't work. And they're like, no, we got to be ready. But Freddy is nowhere to be seen. They go to the basement where there is a stash of weapons equivalent to the Punisher. Like, it is like a locked cage full of yep. the most insane weapons I've ever seen. And it's supposed to be from ones they've confiscated from the runways. But these are like barbarian tools. Yeah, like, Mad Vlad Max. the Impaler. Yeah, yeah Mad Max, 100%. Um and then we see Freddy's back to human form. He's down there, and he looks just like her old man. Um, and he's like, it's all because I was brought up poorly. 
And uh, then it turns out, and he's like, I loved you and your mother. But then we see the back shot, and he's got his glove behind him. And Freddy's just pulling the wool over her eyes. Classic Freddy faking it. She knocks the glove off his hand. This is the most, like, anticlimactic ending. It really is. Um, Like, we're not, like, rushing through this ending. It really is just, like, boom, boom, boom. Knocks his glove off. Knocks his glove off. Stabs him with the glove. And then, like, throws a ton of fucking... (laughs) Oh, Maggie breaks his... He's in the real world, and he's saying shit like... I forgot how much it hurt being human and shit like that. So, like, he's being affected. Like, if she punched him in the nose, he'd be like, fuck. Like, <laughs> like he is human yeah. now. For some reason. She takes his hand and literally breaks it in half, like, at the palm. Like, bends his <laughs> fingers back. And he just puts it back together. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Um, it's so weird. And then Maggie just, it's like, a, it is a cartoon. She's just like. Somebody hands her throwing stars, and she starts whipping throwing stars out. <laughs> yeah, dude. Then they hand her a crossbow, and she's like, boom, 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 boom. And he's like, oh, oh, oh. And he's getting hit with all this shit. She's throwing fucking knives at him. And by the way, from like 12 feet away, none of this would be working. <laughs> um, and then eventually. She impales him. She impales him with a giant crowbar. Yep. Um, <laughs> and then eventually stabs him uh, in the stomach. With a pipe bomb. Well, with his own glove. Yeah. First. But then. Then. Inserts a pipe bomb. Then inserts a pipe bomb. <laughs> like, again, like the glove, I, I honestly think. Happy Father's Day. And kisses Is it him. even Father's Day? kisses him. Yeah, it kisses him. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh. the, the thing with the pipe bomb, like, that drove me nuts. When she stabbed him with the glove, I was like, okay, I can dig that. I can dig, like, you have to kill him with his own weapon or something. Some weird fucked up thing. But no, it takes the pipe bomb in his chest. She kisses him. Um, she goes, happy Father's Day, kisses him, and they all run away. And Freddie looks at the screen, looks at the camera, and goes, kids. <laughs> and then explodes. <laughs> and then the demons are all of a sudden like, eh, fuck this. And then they, that's when they're like, eh, fuck it. We're out. <laughs> well, we don't want to bring this guy back to life. <sighs> oh, my God. So Freddie is dead. Thank God. And Maggie smiles, and Tracy and Doc say, Freddie's dead. And they don't even play the song Freddy's Dead Dude, by play Curtis the, Mayfield. They don't play the song Freddy's Dead. They play the Freddy song once in this. Yep. They play three Google Doll songs, though. <laughs> Is that true? Yeah. This must have been like when Google Dolls were still had a, still had a little edge to Before them. Before they did uh, that shitty. Why don't city? we crash? Is that that? Oh. No, no, no. So why don't you slide? <laughs> oh, slide. No. Wait, no, no. If I no. could. Be here the moment. <laughs> and I don't, I don't want the world to see me. And the video is just them looking through a telescope <laughs> yeah. at fucking angels. And I don't want the world to see me. That song Because I don't know who I am. If everything's made to be Stop. broken, I just want you to know who I am. Yo. There was a Chub Rock song in this, though. Moms must have got off to that song so hard. <laughs> I mean, yeah. My dad listens to this show, but I got to make this joke. Like, how many dads do you think were like, I, I got to play this song first so it gets just get laid? <laughs> yeah. I got to listen to this Goo Goo Dolls bullshit. I'd, rather, I'd honestly rather not get laid. <laughs> oh, 100%. <laughs> you, there's nothing you could do to get me to put that song on. Like, I, would ne- I could never put it on, <laughs> like, even as a joke. Yeah. Well, now I kind of want to. No, no, please don't. Um, so that's it for four, five, and six. This was a long one. Um, Dude, you know what I was thinking? Why was 
like me, myself included, why were we all so opposed to Freddy being remade? No idea. <laughs> because it was only part one. It was. It was. And uh, remake it again. Remake it again. Actually, today there was some news that Danny McBride and whatever that guy's name is. What's his name? Uh, Daniel Gordon Green. Yeah. They're remaking Halloween. Yeah. I, they should be remaking F- Freddy. They should do Nightmare on Elm Street. Because who gives a fuck? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I was I was so opposed to it. And I saw it and I was like, this sucks. Yeah, same. They fucking ruined same. the Freddy legacy. Freddy ruined Freddy's legacy. Yeah, and next week we will take a look into the remake, Freddy versus Jason, and uh, New Nightmare. Yeah. New Nightmare, obviously, first. We won't do it in that order. That <laughs> fucked up order. Imagine we did it. Um, but uh, that's going to be interesting to watch that now after watching all of these in a row. I'm really excited to see how that plays out. Like, again, and I, I don't even know if I don't like this franchise. I, but it's not like a holier-than-thou franchise. Let's put it that way. Yeah, uh, you're right because I, I can't say that I hate it. I still think it has fun moments. Yeah. Like, I, I didn't really enjoy watching these movies, but I wouldn't mind talking about them. Like, it's just not a horror franchise. It's not. <laughs> it's just there. <laughs> What would you even classify it as? I don't know, man. But you know what, though? To be fair, as kids, I think Freddy scared me. He did. But again, it was more like the uh, playground These movies should have been PG-13. Yeah. It's more like people (laughs) talking about – it's scary when people talked about Freddy. You're right. Freddy was a concept um, way before. And uh, Freddy as a concept is scary, but – For sure. Yeah. And, you know, the first one was so strong that that concept lived up. Yeah. All right, everyone. So that was Freddy's Dead. Uh, sorry we couldn't release that last week. It was just way too fucking long. Yeah, it was. And then I released a two-hour episode anyway. That was just 40 minutes of dead air. So uh, get bent. Um, <laughs> so this segment, I want to say this week because it's my habit. Uh, so this segment, we are now moving to New Nightmare. Um, October 14th, 1994. Um, this is the first nightmare movie that's over the one hour, the hour and a half mark. Is it? Yes. Um, any history with this movie for you? Like me personally? Yeah. Or you asked me to read yeah. history on it? No. <laughs> no um, like your personal experience with uh, Yeah, man. I mean, we've talked about it before. I remember loving it as a kid. Yeah. Like I thought it was genuinely scary mm-hmm. as a kid and I and I would have bet that it was the best if not one of the best sequels. I agree. I agree. Um and I love the cover. Cover was fucking dope as shit. Um and I was terrified to rewatch this uh because of the disappointment. Cuz it might suck. I was really expecting it to to like I, I don't know how to say it. I wasn't expecting it, but I was prepared. Like, I was, like, ready for for Joe to be like, dude. Yes. <laughs> I, I, I felt the same way. Like, apprehensive, I guess, is a good word. Yeah. Because I didn't want to ruin the memories that I had of it. I had really good memories of it. Um, And the good news is they were not ruined. Uh, the good news is they might have been enhanced. Yeah. Like, I agree. Um, I thought this movie, honestly was so close to being perfect until the end. Until the end, yes. I thought it was like a perfect horror movie. It was. It was amazing. So 
it had something that this entire series did not have, and that was like atmosphere and like <laughs> scares. Yes. Like this, was, yes. this was a legitimate horror movie. Yes, you're right. Definitely on the scares. Um, great storytelling, great character. Storytelling is great. Like even so if it's good. a prototype for, for screen, it was great. Uh, yeah, and, and it's it's insane. It's insane. Uh, written and directed by Wes again. Um, thank God. Um, and the story behind that, of course, is insane. Like, like Bob Shea acts like he was like, well, he, I read that he wanted to take one more crack at it. It's like, go. F- no, you go offered f- him <laughs> yeah, a lot back, of money. Yeah, a backlog. <laughs> An insane amount of money, which means you just needed it. Like, get, get fucking bent, man. Like, that's insane. Um, he had this, like, concept, Wes did, back when uh, part three was being written. Really? Mm-hmm. Hmm. That's that's insane. At Eight million dollar budget and it drew nineteen point seven million. So it wasn't the most successful, um, but decent movie nonetheless. That should yeah, have probably, been way more. Probably because people were like, "Did you see the last one?" I, no way. I well, for sure. And I also think the concept was a little ahead of its time. Yeah, I think I didn't think I don't think people would know what to think about it because like Freddy was Freddy forever. Like, it's just Freddy. That's all there was to it. And now you're telling me, wait, Robert England plays himself and Heather plays herself? That had to have been, like, such a fucking trip for fans at first. Um, although we were, like, 10 and totally. <laughs> we were fine. Yeah, we're, we're giving <laughs> um, this movie too much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I love that uh, Wes Craven actually, like, he had the idea for it, but he really, like, nailed down the script when he... Like they they approached him or like let's do this. So he had the basic idea. So he rewatched all the sequels and was like, "These are dog shit. I have no clue what's happening yeah. in any of them. So how do I even like start this and pinpoint this together?" Yeah. So he's like, "Fuck it, we'll make it meta." Yeah, it's so cool. Yeah, yeah. He said it, he, he in the documentary he was like, "This script was a fucking disaster." <laughs> or like not this script, but this series was a disaster. Basically, like, there's no way to link them all together and pretend. <laughs> yeah. Except to be like, these were all shitty movies, and now it's look at taking pulling the camera back. Um, I've got a couple of good notes here. Um, to scare the kid in one of the scenes, uh, or Wes wanted the kid to cry. Kid from Pet Cemetery. Yes, yes. Um, who I just can't stand his face as a little kid. And he's the kid that says, isn't he from Kindergarten Cop? Yeah. Says, Boys have penises, girls yeah. have vaginas. Yeah. <laughs> um, so they needed him to cry in a scene, and the dad came up to Wes and was like, listen, we don't like making him cry on camera, but uh, I have a way to do it. And Wes is like, yeah, sure, man, whatever you want. He's like, all right. So he sends his mom, dad sends the mom offset, and then goes up to the son and goes, your mother's dead. <laughs> <laughs> he started bawling. <laughs> oh, man. What a jerk. Is that a bigger dick move than uh, Shay taking his kids to a sex shop? Yeah. Yeah, totally, right? Yeah. <laughs> Telling your kid the mom is dead, that's pretty bad. That's pretty fucking bad. Um, no wisecracking Freddy yet. Uh, well, as much. The very end. The very end, which which appears to be... A kind of a weird mess, and I don't, I don't know if Bob Shea had any hand in it, but it certainly appears that way. It is bizarre how it goes from like so, so well done to that. and then this rushed ending. That's Unless just, it's so meta that we can't even pro- like, uh, it's so meta that it had to. I mean, be cheese. It kind of did have to be cheese because they're following the the Hansel and Gretel story. 
which was great. Oh, yeah. Love it. So it did have to be kind of cheesy, but I don't know. There was some elements in that ending, which we'll get to, I guess. So Heather Lang- Lang- Heather Langenkamp Jesus. plays Heather Langenkamp. Yes. And uh, a lot of it was very similar to her life. Did you know she was really being stalked? Yes. And harassed? And, and she was really married to a stunt uh, yep. guy. Uh, or a not a stunt guy, effects. special effects. Yeah. yeah, which is pretty nuts. Yeah. Um, and they said this: the guy playing uh, her husband was like, uh, "Yeah, I'm. I'd be the most handsome special effects guy in the world." He's like, "They're all a mess." It's like they're all bearded and they're wearing like metal t-shirts. And I was like, "That's you just insulted a lot of people that you work with." Um, so we open up. Uh, it's basically the new Freddy movie. Heather is working on it with her husband and child. Wes directing with a little Pepsi plug in there, just holding that Pepsi camera side. And they're playing the Nightmare theme song. Yes. But it's like the original creepy. Yes, yes, yes. And um, Freddy's claw is looking a little different in this movie. Um, and it'll change again. But in this scene, it's like it's like Terminator. Yeah. It's like a Terminator hand. Heather's afraid of this new glove. She doesn't want anything to do with it. She's telling her husband she doesn't like it. Um, and sure enough... The glove stabs uh, old hubby in the neck. This scene was awesome. Yes. <clears throat> this was a, like a perfect opening yeah. to the nightmare. And uh, this would have probably, if this were real, like a real Freddy death in this moment, uh, probably would have been my favorite one ever because the whole set just starts going crazy. All the special effects are going off and Wes is like screaming. He's like, turn it off, turn it off. Yeah. The claw's like running around by itself, like fire shooting everywhere. People are panicking. It's a really great scene. And this glove just kills. This glove kills more people in this scene than Freddy's glove <laughs> killed in the entire in series. In the entire series. Yes. <laughs> Freddy's glove is useless in the series. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it stays useless in uh, Freddy versus Jason. Uh, he uses he uses it. Jason. He uses. Oh, that's true. That's true. But there are a couple scenes where I was like, "You have knives on your hand." <laughs> like I think he stabs somebody with a knife with his knife glove hand. I was like, "Is this a fucking joke?" <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> it's insane. <laughs> it's fucking insane. Um, I know that definitely does happen. I can't wait to talk about it. Uh. Yeah, um, but an earthquake. Oh, uh, we see uh, Dylan. He runs away, and the husband gets killed. And earthquake go- happens, and she wakes up. Yeah, it's all a dream. You mentioned uh, Wes screaming. Yeah, this I, I can't explain it because everyone in this movie is just playing themselves. Yeah, but they're doing it so seamlessly, which yeah. which doesn't make sense because you don't need to do anything. Yeah, but like you really believe like this was happening to him, like it was a documentary. Like Wes was it seemed awesome. like that. Yeah. Heather's really good at it, too. Heather is also really attractive. So beautiful. Yes. And I remember that as a kid being like, who Same. is this? And I didn't... I didn't then I went back I, and watched part one. And I was like... Mm. <laughs> I don't think I even realized, like, I didn't even... No, I did, because I, I, I knew that was the draw. It was like, oh, it's the, the whole gang's back together. But I don't know. I was just... I was really attracted to her when I saw this as a kid. Like, I was like... Boom. <laughs> Um, is that what happens? Oh, yeah, <laughs> that's how babies are made. Um, so it was just an earthquake dream, but hubby's got the uh, cut on his hand, just like he received inside the dream. So we're already seeing it. Her son is, makes a perfect Freddy face in his oatmeal. <laughs> um, fun fact: I also did that after I saw this movie. 
Made a Freddy face? Basically my oatmeal anytime I had oatmeal. You like like just now you did? No. Like Oh, but when you were a kid. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I was I hoping that it. you would just watch this and made oatmeal. Try to make a Freddy face. <laughs> and didn't Instagram it. Um that would be even sadder. <laughs> just throw it out. Yeah. Oh, that was good fun. Because uh, I swear I did it. <laughs> uh so the husband's leaving. He's gotta go shoot a commercial for a couple of days. Um and Heather just is saying, don't do it. You got to stay here. These dreams are too fucking weird. Um, we'll find out. She has a stalker. Yeah, she'd been getting phone calls, and uh, she hadn't. She said that she hadn't had one in a while, which implies yeah. she was getting them a lot. Yeah. Um, and it's the, the phone calls are Robert England calling her <laughs> and singing the Freddie song and talking like Freddie. Robert England playing Robert England is, so- is still such an asshole. <laughs> His outfit, his outfits are insane. He's wearing those tiny blue circle glasses that I just can't stand. They look like dresses like he's from 1967. (laughs) He's such a turd. (laughs) Let's let's uh, let's get to that part because I want to talk about that. Um, So basically, uh, a a series of events happens. We're starting to see. We're starting to hear the prank calls now. Um, we're hearing them, and it's just—it's like I said—it's Robert England singing the Freddie song and being like, "Oh, what's wrong?" Um, and she hangs up. Uh, she catches her son watching Nightmare One, and we're starting to get a vibe from the son that something's up. Like yeah. he's kind of—he's Danny from The Shining. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he's acting weird. He's just screaming. She turns off the TV, just starts screaming. It's fucking insane. Um, we meet a babysitter. I don't know her name. Uh, Lori. I also didn't write her. Name. I, I think it's Lori. It's Lori. Um, no, Lori's. Oh yeah, because it's Heather. Yeah, it's Lori. It's Lori. Um, so Julie. Julie. Yeah. Oh, okay. So Julie, the babysitter's there. Uh, she. We were introduced to her. She'll actually come into play later. So, um, but Heather has this like three minutes of her life that is the most terrifying thing. Like I would just blow my brains out. Like I was like, like I was actually stressed during this scene. Like, like my heart was like, right. Because first it's like an earthquake. Yep. That splits the walls into like the shape of Freddy fingers, like slashes. Slash mark, yeah. She runs downstairs. She sees her kid who is watching Nightmare One. So she's like, turn this shit off. Turns it off and he screamed at the top of his fucking lungs. It was so it's loud. Loudest, I was so, so annoying. Pissed. I was yeah. so pissed. It's like that kid from what's that movie? The Babadook. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was an annoying kid of all. So, but like as a parent, when you hear that shit, it's like it. Like you do feel bad for your kid, but your fucking teeth are grinding <laughs> at the sound of that because it's like you don't need to be screaming. You don't need to be screaming. So this kid's screaming. Then the fucking phone rings. She picks it up and it's like. One, two, Freddy's cut. So she fucking hangs up, calls back, picks it up. It's him again. And he's like, why'd you call me? Why'd you hang up, bitch? And she hangs up. Does he say bitch? I, I, no, I don't think so. But it's, it's like he threatens her. It's not the same song. And then phone rings again. She picks up a check. What? Shut the fuck up. And it's like, it's hey, I'm your limo driver. <laughs> and I'm waiting for you. <laughs> and then the doorbell. Calls back. Well, and then the doorbell rings. And she's like. What the fuck? Who's at my house? Or yeah, because that happens before the limo yeah, yeah. driver. Because she's like, "Who the fuck's at my house?" It's like the babysitter. Yeah, it's the babysitter. And then the phone rings again. <laughs> He's like, "I'm gonna leave without you. You have, you have an audition, dude." The stress. Of First that- of all, there was a huge earthquake. <laughs> The stress of that three minutes, I would have put a bullet in my head. I'd be like, you know what, guys? Excuse me. I have to be excused for a moment. I just would have hung myself in the bathroom. <laughs> Jesus Christ. 
Uh, I don't have a will. <laughs> I guess my will to live is uh, <laughs> not there. <laughs> but, dude, that is, this is the most stressful thing. Your kid's screaming, somebody that fucking stalking you. Like, it's so terrible. And your doorbell rings and your husband just left. <laughs> your husband just left and was like, yeah, yeah, I know you. everything sucks. See ya. <laughs> <laughs> I got to go do makeup. And then when she calls him, it was like, something's terribly wrong. He's like, all right, I'll be there in four hours. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but she can't go because she's got an uh, interview on the, the TV. Yeah. On the TV station. <laughs> um, it, It's like a local, it seems like a local con- uh, California station. And they're honoring the 10th anniversary of Nightmare on Elm. Which is awesome. Yes, very cool. Because it was the, the same time. Yep. And um, – and then they're like, uh, I forget what they're saying. They're like, is Freddie really dead? And she's like, oh, yeah. They're like, are you sure? And she's like, yeah. <laughs> and Heather looks fucking pissed. And then they're like, all right, well, uh, we have a friend here for you. And then Freddie fucking pops out of the fucking wall. Now, honestly, I loved it because they're just embracing like how fucking stupid and corny he that, was. That that I was actually okay with, but it still pissed me off to know that that was Freddie at this point. Freddie <laughs> Freddie walked up. Walks up to the crowd and is dancing like a fucking, I don't even know, dancing like a freak. All The whole crowd's like cheering and screaming for him. They're going He's nuts. almost doing like the Hulk Hogan like yeah, yeah. ear it's, thing. It's the pretty hand close. Yeah. It's pretty close. Like, and I'm surprised he wasn't like, come on, bitches. <laughs> All my bitches. He got such a pop. And, but I, I love that scene because that's how it was. It was. It like, was He wasn't crazy. terrifying. Yeah. Um, and Heather's like. She's there, but she's also freaked out. So, so yeah, a little bit she's, of she's been getting the yeah. Ball. But she, her, and uh, as we'll see, her and Robert England are are on the up and up together, and they're they're friendly. They they end up talking, and that's when Freddie's wearing his suit from 1967 with his beatnik glasses. <laughs> what a jerk! Um, so that's it. Um, they're chatting. Uh, at, when you're when I was watching them talk, they were like walking and talking. Um, it was such a cool scene to see those two in a movie playing themselves in this universe. Like I was like, that's fucking dope. Yes. Like that is so fucking cool. Regardless of Robert England looking like a stupid idiot. <laughs> like this is still really cool. Why do you think nobody was like, listen, man, <laughs> at least pretend to look like it's 1994. Uh, that might've been cool. 1994. I don't know. 94. You know what? Disgusting. You know what? 94 was really gross. Now you say that because there was that like tie-dye resurgence. Yes. Like the hippie. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I was actually about to say? Most of the people dressed in this aren't dressed like 94. They're dressed like so casual that it that it works across timelines. Well, they're also older. Yeah, it's people. true. But like there was nothing like too dated in it. Like it, it was pretty good except, except, for England. <laughs> except for England. No, that is true. It's interesting. Um, Heather gets a call from New Line. I I imagine. Well, like that's the problem. Freddie was wearing Jankos. Was that even ninety four? No, it's like ninety seven, dude. Dude, (laughs) I don't even want to talk about it. Um, So after that, she gets a call, and it's uh, Bob Shea wants to meet with her and talk about, I guess, a new movie. On the biggest cell phone ever. It's not the big gray one, though. It's like a giant black one. It's it's, it's so huge. Somebody else had that, too, didn't they, in the, in the movie? Oh, yeah, everyone. Everyone was just walking around with giant cell phones. It was insane. You want to know, like, I don't... 
I'm curious, these studies about cell phone cancer. It's from them. It's from them. Yeah. Yeah. Because they probably talked to the people that had them first and who have had them the longest. That shit was probably pumping out. Those yeah. things probably had Made out of uranium. Yeah. <laughs> like, that was fucking insane. Those things are enormous. Um, Bob Shea seems like a nice guy. You know who state. didn't have one? Robert England. You know why? Probably because it was too fucking heavy. <laughs> How no do you way. expect me to hold it? No way he can put it to his ear. I need a stunt double. <laughs> I imagine, I imagine uh, Robert England in this universe uh, can't hold the phone, <laughs> so he lays it down on the ground and puts his ear into it. Oh my god! He only talks I, in bed. Does he talk like that in the uh, documentary? Like, like what? Oh like, no! Like no. I imagine Robert England no. in this universe no. does that. No. <laughs> I'd be so mad. <laughs> he doesn't, thankfully. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Um, Bob Shea seems like a pretty nice guy. He definitely threw in some Italian in there to show off his chops, <laughs> impress the ladies. Um, he goes, Heather, would you like to join us in the definitive nightmare? Heather tells uh, tells Heather the fans want more. He goes, I guess evil never dies, right? This guy works his way into every fucking movie. Yeah, but you know what? He was kind of good and relevant in this Yeah. Movie, and I liked it. It actually worked. And even though, like... He the, wasn't playing a bartender. Even his assistant was the real assistant that yeah. was at New Line. It was crazy. Um, it was nuts. So um, he says Wes has gotten back into it he's writing the script but he wasn't for a while because yes. he wasn't having nightmares right and bob was like yeah he says like nightmares are his inspiration or something i don't know, I don't know. like as a quack type of thing like what a weirdo <laughs> yeah. um and heather asking if he's gotten any weird calls or had any weird dreams since this whole thing started and he kind of brushes it off but there's kind of a look there that's like yes yeah <laughs> how'd you know um Oh my god! I can't wait to talk to the Robert England scene. Yeah, we got to move this along too. Um, so Heather gets home, kids screaming and crying upstairs. She runs up. He's like in the midst of like a seizure, and he's going never sleep again. But actually, that's not that's not, that voice is too good. It was like Donald Duck. It was like that was I can't even do it. No, it was like Red Rum Kid. How do you do a duck? Wait, are you asking if that's how you do a, a, a duck or Donald, Donald Duck? Okay. <laughs> Donald Duck. I don't know how to do Donald Duck. But it was like, that's what it was like. It was like, uh, like never sleep again, never sleep again. It's so disgusting. Um, and we see one of his stuffed animals had been slashed. Heather calls his husband, come home now, which he does. Um, but we also see. Not. Well, he doesn't. But he leaves. Uh, and we see the glove, the new Freddy glove that he'd been working on is missing mm-hmm. in the next scene. He's driving home um, and he's falling asleep behind the wheel. You see Freddy's glove come up through the seat. He wakes up and it's gone. Falls asleep again and the claw fucking I think, I think Dave just tweeted at me saying that it looks like Turkey from Thanksgiving. <laughs> I, don't, I don't understand. A fan of the show, Dave. <laughs> Was very confused about why it looked like liquid when it came up, which it's a dream. <laughs> and why I thought it looked like a turkey, <laughs> which it. it didn't. <laughs> so, uh, myth busted. 
<laughs> Sorry, Dave. We love you, Dave. <laughs> like, I don't see. But the case is cracked. The case is cracked. <laughs> it does not look like turkey, and it was a dream. So <laughs> literally anything could happen. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Freddie Freddie stabs the shit out of her, her husband and he go the car goes careening off the road. Um a very violent death, by the way. Super violent. <laughs> like just fucking guts him, it seems like. Um we also should note right before then, uh the kid says uh the ki- the kid and the mom have a moment that night where they uh they read Hansel and Gretel to each other um, and the mom's like this is really fucking weird for you to be reading and he's like no no I like it I like it and that kind of becomes a running theme in it and um, it's really it's 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 weird and um, Dylan the son shows her the bottom of the bed and this is when we first learned that he has he's been seeing Freddy yeah because he says Rex protects me from this guy down here stopped down yeah down here and she's like oh there's nothing down there and this kid goes uh you know is daddy following the breadcrumbs home she goes yes and then the boy just goes if the birds don't eat them first you're like holy fuck shut up kid (laughs) fucking debbie downer morbid piece of shit (laughs) uh and sure enough um dad's dead because heather wakes up and the police are at her door well she wakes up and her son's like being a freak (laughs) <laughs> and then and then the cops show up and they they tell her that her husband's dead. This scene, Joe. Yes. Fucking kind of wrecked me. In it a way was... that I was not expect I I do not feel in horror movies. I was going to say it did hit you in the feels a little bit more than like, any other. It wasn't like I was crying or anything, but I was like that's fucking no, brutal. It, it was heavy. It was heavy as fuck. Like I was she like she says like is he dead or yeah. is he all right and the cops like I'm afraid it's worse. which just shows you like the structure that they put together for this where you actually care about Heather, you care about her kid. And you even care about the guy, but really you care about that family unit and like – Yeah, that's that's a very good point. And just being – because like I was just like gutted. Like I was like, dude, this family needs this fucking guy. Like he can't go now. Like – Yeah, she's being terrorized. Yeah, like like it was fucking – it was terrible. Like to the point where I was like, why did I like this as a kid? (laughs) This is fucking brutal. And then she has to go identify him at the morgue, which is something like you don't see in horror movies because they just die. Yeah. Especially in the series. Well, I think they said that she did it. I think somebody's like, you don't have to do that. That is what the cops said. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, hey, lady, (laughs) we we know who it is. (laughs) Found his ID. Yeah. His ID and his face is fine. But – But she goes. And like the rest of the series – Entire high school is being murdered. Nobody's even batting an eye or missing the next day. Like this one's like her life halts. She yeah, goes yeah, to like yeah. find out what happened. Exactly. So she goes in um, and she makes the coroner take off the sheet. And just a humongous, clearly a Freddy gash. And the guy's like, oh, that happens in car accidents. <laughs> yeah. That's why we don't take the sheet down. Yeah. It's like, I don't think there's ever been that in a car crash. But I mean. Dude, like four straight lines. What if you're holding a Freddy glove? They probably have like entry wounds. What if you're holding <laughs> holding a Freddy glove pointed at you? Yes. Marveling at like the leather it, the leatherman ship across the like, It's not impossible. <laughs> it's not impossible. You're right. <laughs> That's so stupid. That makes me so mad. Uh 
Yeah, so he's dead. Uh, Heather's upset, but she has a little bit more verification that f- something is amiss. Freddy's Freddy's going on. Um, there's a funeral. At the funeral, another earthquake happens. Freddy's you, in the coffin. This movie blended the dreams with reality better than any other one. Even the first one. Yeah, even the first one. And the first one probably did it second best. Oh, definitely. Three I didn't really like. And then everything else was just a fucking You didn't like three? I thought you did. I, no, I don't mind it. I mean I'm just saying the way well, they the way they, they, they play the, the way they blend it. Um but I mean I guess it's because kids had superpowers in it, so it's pretty easy to tell when it's a fucking dream. <laughs> but this one was crazy. This one was like they played it off so cool, like like really well. Um so at this funeral, earthquake happened, she bumps her head. Um she sees Freddie for the first time. Um, and she's she's dragging her son through the casket. Heather jumps in, grabs the son out. Um, but before she can, her husband's grabbing her by the face and going, stay with me forever. Stay with me forever. I love this scene. It's, this movie fucking kicks ass. I Like this movie is like for people that are like, ooh, I don't like slashers. I like psychological thrillers and stuff. Which, by the way, I don't care about. I don't know why I'm making that voice. Like <laughs> – but like some people are snotty about it like anyone could just make somebody stabby stabby people but this movie has both this movie reminded me of like like the omen meets freddy like it it was like psychologically like taxing honestly the freddy movie that you were waiting for yeah Somebody said that. to Oh, I think Dr- our friend of the show, Dre, said that. He was like, this is the Freddy movie we all deserved. <laughs> and I was like, 100%. Yeah. Like, this is it. Yeah. This is the definitive Freddy movie, in my opinion. Um, but she, this was all a dream, of course. She wakes up to John Saxton. He's here. That was so awesome. I was so uh, yep. happy. As a kid, I don't think I picked up, like, who he was. You know – um, up until this point, he hadn't even crossed my mind like he might be appearing. Right. You yeah, know? same. Like, yeah, why and that's what he? makes me think I didn't know it as a kid. Although I probably and he's such a good father figure in this movie. Dude. He's not, you know, because he, he plays her father in the original movie. Everyone's so nice. It's awesome. Um, <laughs> and uh, he says, you know, everything is as it should be. Um, and, you know, don't worry. Um, everyone leaves the funeral for- <laughs> Saxton's like, you know, I'll do anything, like whatever you need, Heather. Like, I'm here for you. And then Freddie comes up and basically says the same thing. And I'm like, what would you ask Robert England to do for you? <laughs> like, really? <laughs> well, okay, can I just jump ahead for a second? Because when she does go to him for advice, he is useless and a mope. He's like, uh, what are you talking about? She's like, you're having dreams too, aren't you? Nothing to say. Like, no. <laughs> yeah. I gotta go. Tell her, like, like she's telling you, she's like, I'm having these dreams, and I, and he's clearly having them too. They could probably be in it together and come up with some kind of plan or solution. Instead, he's just being an asshole. Yeah. Yeah. And really, I mean, that might be the one flaw of it is everyone is kind of like, I don't know, Heather, you tell us. Like, like Wes Craven ultimately is the reason. Like, Wes Craven, we're finding out that. West, they need to finish the movie. They need to make one last movie to put Freddy away, which we can. I can actually explain more, but it sounds stupid, but it's not that bad. Um, but Wes needs to finish his script. So, but Wes is having these nightmares, and that's kind of derailing it. Um, him finishing it. But Wes, she like she calls Wes about it, and Wes is like, "Gotta do what you gotta do, Heather. Like maybe Heather can save us one last time, type of thing." And it's like. 
Or maybe Wes well, could somebody just tell us? Can somebody just fucking tell us what needs to happen, and we can just do it? Like everyone's just kind of like, it's up to you, Heather. But we can't tell you anything else. Like Freddie, the best thing Freddie could have done, like even all Freddie had to do was be like, "Yeah, I also had the dream," and that would have been more information. He's painting a fucking. That's picture. what I'm saying. He's painting a well, fucking picture. And it looks like shit. <laughs> it looks like. Oh, shit. and he's like, he's like, doesn't Dude, he say got, something that's like, yeah, I'm just painting like like whatever I feel. It's clearly Freddy, <laughs> the guy that you played. Like, why would you not know that? And his smock is so covered in paint Dude. that I don't think he get. I don't think he's getting any paint on the canvas. It looks like a fucking mess. Such a poorly drawn Freddy. It's so bad. It's so. Why bad. would he even be drawing Freddy? I don't know. He is such a sad sack in this scene. Yeah, he really is. Um, so basically, I just want to get to this, so I'm just going to go to it. Uh, yeah, we're running out of time anyways. Yeah, so um, Wes explains why Freddy is real now. And in a way, he's like, I think he's like this ancient being that kind of was manifested in Freddy and the fear it brought in people watching those movies. So now it's like, fuck it, I like this guy. <laughs> like... I like this avatar, yeah. and I'm just going to keep using it. And he's manifest himself into the real world um, like that. And again, I guess it still doesn't sound great. But I don't know. The way Wes explains it, I'm on board with it. I completely agree. And not only that, he's explaining, like, the script. Right. And Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, that's the other thing. Yeah. But much like Scream, he's explaining, like, what you're watching. And you're like, oh, yeah, this yeah, is yeah, what's yeah, happening yeah. in real time as I'm watching it. And it's so well executed. Yeah, and then it even cuts to the script, and it has, like, the exact thing they said right before they yeah. they left the room. Um, and that's where she basically tells them, you know, shit's, shit's, you got to finish this. I just saw what I wrote down, and I forgot. Because <laughs> Nancy goes to Robert's house, like we just said. Yeah. And she says, I'm having nightmares about Freddy. And his direct quote, as soon as she says that, it goes, let me get this straight. You're having nightmares about Freddy. That's what she just fucking said, Robert. Stupid asshole. Oh, my God. See, I like this movie because we could berate Robert the and then, character. And then, and then, <laughs> I, well, Without I hurting real I Robert's why feelings. I, I wasn't looking at this section of my notes while we were just talking about this because it could have saved us time. But she, she, he describes Freddy exactly like she's been seeing him. She's like, how'd you know? Oh, he goes, yeah. it's just a hunch. <laughs> No, you dreamed it too, you stupid asshole. You could just fucking tell her that. Oh, oh my, my God. God, that is so funny. Apologies to listeners for my notes being out of order, but that's, I had to go back. That's so funny. Asshole. Um, so a uh, few things happen. Dylan's sleepwalking. He's not sleeping. He's singing Freddy songs. He's talking about Freddy being in his bed. Um, he even mentions like, hey, mom, can you come into my dreams with me? She's like, no, silly. That only happens in the movies. Hey, Heather, Freddy's fucking back. <laughs> that also only happened in the movies up until this moment. So um, they also go to a playground, which has a fucking another brutal scene where um, Dylan, her son, it, it, her and John Saxton are just talking. It's some character development stuff and just building up to this whole Freddy thing. And her son's climbing up. He climbs up to the top of this like rocket toy rocket ship thing. That's literally like 600 feet in the air somehow. And um, he's standing on top of it, like, reaching into the sky. And I was like, what the fuck's he doing? Is he, like, reaching for Freddy? And he falls off, but Heather notices, runs up to him and catches him. And she's like, what were you doing up there? And he goes, God wouldn't take me. 
And I was like, dude, that is the saddest yeah. fucking thing I have ever fucking heard in my life. A kid whose dad's dead. And he had just been asking his mom, like, in one of the scenes before. Is daddy in heaven? Is daddy in heaven? Like, how do we get to heaven? How do we talk to God and yes. stuff? So it's fucking brutal, man. And Oh, and they were using a score like The Omen. They were. It was like, oh, oh, masses. But they also made it look like it was 50,000 feet in the sky. And then there was a different angle. And you're like, wait, he would have been fine. It was quite <laughs> yeah. He would have broke his leg. Maybe. Or arm, the, the, arm, maybe. Arm, arm. Yeah. Maybe. Every, every kindergartner breaks their arm. Um, we talked about that uh, fucking f- talking to Robert England. Um, she has a dream where now the dreams are getting a little creepier with Dylan kind of. He's got Freddy Claws. He's got, he's got knives taped to his hands. They brought back the uh, tongue gag. Yep, that was cool. They uh, She picks up the phone and like foam is coming out of it. Then foam's coming out of her son's mouth, which yep. is all very alarming. <laughs> also, so is answer the phone scrawled on paper across the floor. Yeah. Originally, they were going to make the babysitter the stalker. Hmm. But instead, they just don't answer that question. Do they? Who the stalker is? Or are we just supposed to assume it's Freddie coming back? It's just, I, I just assumed that it was somebody that was like pretending to be Freddie. Yeah. But it was supposed to and be. Now the it's they were thinking about doing the babysitter at first. So oh. if that's of any whatever. Um, also, funny story. Uh, Wes, one of the original parts in the script, dude, I think they need to release all of Wes's scripts as a. Uh, like in a book because the shit that they talk about that he left in that they're like, yeah, it's fucking, we had to cut like half of it because it's so fucked up. Uh, it's crazy. And they talked about one here and um, this is so weird. So Wes had to finish the script and we get a scene, the scene that we talked about where they're in his office and he's like, I, I just got to finish it. I just got to finish it or whatever. And you got to star in it. That was supposed to be <laughs> Michael Berryman. Driving him around no. in a van, <laughs> right? Of course. And Wes had cut off his eyelids so he wouldn't go to sleep and was writing a script in the back of the van while Michael Berry <laughs> drove him around. All right. How fucking bizarre is that? Dude, I would have I would have seen this. I, I would if that came out today, I would see this movie in theaters like six times. Just to see that scene. See Michael Berryman driving somebody around. <laughs> Wes Craven with no eyelids. <laughs> that is the weirdest fucking thing I'd ever heard in my life. Yeah, it's nuts. And I, I want to see it Michael so bad. Berryman. I want to see it. it's. Oh, that as soon as he and Wes is the one telling the story. It's not like third hand because he story. directed him in uh, Hills Have Eyes. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's why I imagine he was like throwing him a bone or something. But what the fuck? Um, it's so fucking weird. It's so fucking weird. Um, so we're basically at the wrap up of this yeah, um, movie now. Dylan got committed. Um, She's foaming at the mouth and he was taping knives to his hand. That's yeah. why. She goes to the hospital to check on Dylan and you know one of the nurse implies that she might be She's very heavy. I, there was like an undertone that horror movies cause people to lose their mind. Yes. Kind of like scream. 100%. Yeah. Because like, that was like, very heavily like – that was real heavy. Like, it wasn't even watch undertone. Movie. Yeah. Because yeah. he watched it that one time and ever since then you're like, was it the movie that's making him do this? Because he's acting like a lunatic. Yeah. And like, yeah. And then she's got – then they see her. She's got scratches on her arms from Freddie and they're putting two and two together. And she's like, they're like, where would you get those from? She's like, the earthquake that just happened. And she's like, and no, no, no one's like, what the fuck you talking about, woman? Yeah. Um, 
Dylan's trying not to go to sleep. Dylan's like not sleeping anymore. Um, and Heather gets access to the son's room, um, falls asleep. Doctor comes in. He turns into Freddy and he's about to kill Dylan, but Dylan's not actually in the room. It's just a dream, which is what gets Heather kicked out of the hospital for like the first time. Yes. I think she gets kicked out several times and always just walks in. It's <laughs> yeah. like, hey, come on. You're back. <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's uh, it's something else. So uh, I just want to bring this part up because I loved – I think it might have been a little bit before this, but mm-hmm. Freddie appears in the bedroom and says, miss me. I just uh, thought yeah. it was an awesome line. I think his lines are all really good in this. I think they're all Because he's not solid. being stupid. No. No. He's just being an asshole. Um, so they have Dylan in another room isolated. Heather's going to go try and find him. Um, Dylan, though, is with the babysitter, Julie, who is a fucking boss because they're about to sedate Dylan like two nurses come in, like they, they like whisper to each other and they're like, this kid's not sleeping. <laughs> so they're about to go get needles. And they, by the way, there's no way this is protocol in a hospital. The nurses both take a syringe and one's acting like good cop, bad it's like, cop. It's like the old, no, it's like the old, like hidden ball and lacrosse trick. Like the one nurse has one syringe and Julie's like, get that fucking syringe. And meanwhile, the other nurse is looping around the back with the real syringe. Yeah. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, no, <laughs> playing trickaroos on people, switcheroos. <laughs> like, that was insane. But Julie beats the shit out of one of them, punches her, knock, cold clocks her, knocks her, and then and then takes the syringe and threatens the other one with it. And it's like, back off, bitch. Yeah, get the fuck out of here. Get out of dodge. It was great. It was awesome. Uh, but unfortunately, for everything Julie does, Dylan falls asleep. I guess would be what happens. He right? gets. Drugged, yeah. Oh, yeah, he did get they, drugged, they yeah. They stick him. And um, an amazing kill. An absolutely amazing kill here where Freddy is behind her. Lo- Freddy's wearing a trench coat in this one. It looks fucking awesome. Everything about him looks great. He uh, kind of looks like Wishmaster. A little bit, a little bit. Um, But he uh, he stabs Julie and starts doing the drag up the walls. An homage blood, to the first one. Blood everywhere. It was awesome. But you see Freddy in it this time. In the first one, it was just the body, like, crawling around. This one's awesome because you see Freddy, like, dragging her. So it's like – and it would cut between just seeing her doing what, it. What everyone else sees and, and what, what's happening. What's actually happening. Yeah. So it's a really cool – it's a really cool segment there. Were you going to say something? Nope. Oh. Uh, well, and much like the first movie, uh, <laughs> a group of people watches Supernatural Murder occur yeah. and are still like – this woman is nuts. <laughs> They're watching a lady being dragged across the ceiling and stabbed to death by an invisible force. Yeah, and then Dylan just walks out of the hospital. Yeah, he's just cool. <laughs> he's like, I've, I've seen enough. Um, so Dylan leaves. Yeah. Uh, Nancy hears all the screaming, the commotion, sees the babysitter dead. Sleepwalks, you idiot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just walks out. Um, I love this scene because she's going after him on the highway. You see Freddy in the clouds. What a great scene. Like, it's beautiful. Well, like, I said this about part three, which was 
he doesn't need to always just be walking around in the dream. It's a fucking dream. He could do whatever the appear. fuck he wants. Yes, and he does. He peers in right. clouds, which is how I like, imagine he shouldn't. Dude, appear. and that, that's in three, he does the same thing when he's doing the puppeteer act. He's in the clouds. And yes. I was always like, that's so fucking awesome. Agreed. So I'm totally okay. His nails are fucking huge. He picks up the kid and he's just swinging him across the highway yeah. on the tips of his uh, – Claws. It's it's an incredible scene. It's a fucking and incredible. it's intense. So intense. Nancy is trying to get to her kid, and she's ducking and dodging through traffic, yes. almost getting hit. Yeah. Also, probably one of the most unrealistic scenes in the history of the world. Dude, Nancy gets hit by a car on a L.A. freeway <laughs> <laughs> and gets up and is like, Ugh! like yeah. shakes it off and is like, I gotta go get Dylan. <laughs> Dude, she be dead. She also. Stop, drops, and rolls under an 18-wheeler. 18-wheeler, yes. <laughs> I mean, listen, I'm not going to pick it apart. It's a fucking movie. So, but it, it, it's it's silly. It there, All he had to do was reduce the amount of traffic that was on the highway because it was like midnight. Like it was pitch black. Like I just came back from California. It's, I mean, it's accurate. Yes. But for the movie's sake, you could have just reduced it a hair. Like just a hair. Do, it was 8 million cars. And she's like, whoa, stepping in and out. And like, you're dead. So is your kid. Sorry. Yeah. That would have been the end of the movie. <laughs> Imagine it ended there. <laughs> Freddie wins. They just get run over and Freddie's like, oh, oh, bitch. Which <laughs> um, he ends up saying anyways. Yes. Um, Dylan does make it across the freeway. By the way, Dylan's trying to get across the freeway just to get this stuffed. Uh, uh, Rex. Rex. The, so the stuffed yeah, dinosaur, yeah. That keeps him away. Rex. Um, because his mom's like, his mom kept saying, just over the freeway. It's just over the freeway. If you get better, we go home. You get Rex. That's yeah. the deal. So he's like, fuck that. I'm crossing the freeway. Um, and he does. <laughs> he really yeah. does. Um, uh, John Saxon is They the go house. to John Saxon's house. Yep. Uh, she's calling him John. And he's saying, why are it's you like, calling me John? He's like, who the fuck's John? <laughs> Uh, I wish that's what you said. Nancy? <laughs> well, in the real world, that's what it would be like. <laughs> Who the fuck's that John, is, Nancy? <laughs> that is what it would be like. Shut the fuck up. Like, because imagine if you start calling your dad, like, Pete. <laughs> like, hey, Pete. It's like, what the fuck? Dude, I'm going to try that. <laughs> and record it and see what he says. Hey, hey Pete, are you a fucking asshole? Because <laughs> that's what it would be. I'd be like, Who the fuck is John, Nancy? <laughs> Shut the fuck up with this John nonsense. But You're, I thought it was cool because... He no, also has a he. He's mad about being called John, and he also has a badge that's hanging from like the, wherever his belt. And you're like, oh fuck, they're in the movie world. She's in the movie world now. How that happens? I think that's the best scene in the entire series. I love it. Yeah, how it happens makes little to no sense, but doesn't matter. But like, who get nothing makes sense, so it doesn't matter. No. Nothing's ever made sense. It's about a guy that kills you in your dreams. So yeah, exactly. <laughs> Let's you don't need to worry about that. No, it was a cool scene. And actually, again, for. I've said this in other movies before, just so people aren't like, well, you tear other movies apart that don't make sense. Sometimes it's better to not explain what doesn't make sense. And this movie just rolled with it. Like, all of a sudden, that's just it. She's in the movie world. Period. Done. Forget about it. Other movies will be like, oh, she entered the movie world by using her laptop and logging yeah, into no. ElmStreet.com. She's just there. Yeah, she's just there. And sometimes it's better. You just go. Just move forward. Because it kind of works somehow. Yep. Um, that yeah. is a problem when you overexplain things, and then you because when you overexplain yeah. it, then you're like, well, you didn't do this, yeah. this wouldn't happen exactly. Then it you just you make happens. your own loopholes. Watching a movie, you make your own loopholes. Yeah. Whereas this one, we could all just be like, who cares? She might be dreaming. I don't know. Yeah. Exactly. 
<laughs> Frankly, who gives a shit? <laughs> I just paid $10 for this movie. <laughs> Shut up. Um, so uh, she, uh, oh, dude, this, this, is, this is so awesome. So John Saxon is her dad. She's Nancy now. Uh, she's in movie world. She starts seeing um, the pills that her son never took, the sleeping pills from the hospital on the ground. And she remembers the breadcrumb trail. Her son is leaving her a breadcrumb trail. It leads up to his bed under the sheets. She goes and she enters like Freddy Rome. Yes. Fucking, fucking awesome. It, and it's nice to like make, oh, make that oh, come back and wait, relevant. And oh my God, this is why I love the scene even more. Okay. So yeah. So that there, we're still following the Hansel and Gretel story, which I love. But she's also realizes she gets to the end of the sheets. There's nothing there. But she's got a handful of sleeping pills. And she realizes he left them so she could join him. That's why he used sleeping pills and nothing else. So she takes the sleeping pills and enters the dreams with him. That's what's fucking incredible about that scene. That is so cool and awesome. I just just love that. Um, But now the sheets turn into a giant tunnel. Goes down into like, you know, typical Freddy sewer dungeon boiler room. Hell lair. With a pterodactyl. Did you catch the pterodactyl? <laughs> yeah, I <laughs> most certainly did. <laughs> Just throw something in there. Because this is actually where the, the pterodactyl signifies where this movie is about to fall off. <laughs> yes, it's about to be dead. Um, so there's some skirmishes. Um, Freddy starts talking again, like, um, pick a pet for the rug rat, bitch. While shoving her face into a pet. Says snakes. bitch. Yeah. Um, there's some decent stuff. I mean, the kid and Heather kind of fight. They stab Freddy in the kneecaps. Freddy eats the kid. Freddy eats the kid. His mouth is big and stupid. He's just like nomming on him. Yeah. When he could just kill him with his claws. Yeah. Why is he trying to eat him? He's like, Where's your mommy, piglet? What? Yeah. You should have kept your mouth shut. <laughs> but I do like his voice in it. I like his voice better than previous voices. If it, it seemed a little deeper and a little less, yeah, like, scary, cartoony, yeah. Um, so Freddie gets Dylan pinned into the back of his boiler. You know what he didn't do, which is great. He yelled so much in the other movies, just like, Rah! oh yeah, 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 like, Rah! yeah, like, fall, slip and falling. <laughs> Would you have liked them more if you were slipping and falling on banana peels? Yes. Yeah, me too. I mean, you might as well. <laughs> me too. Dude, if you roll a fuck... Has... Uh, I have another question. Has anybody ever slipped on a banana peel? Ever. No. They're, they're agreed. No. <laughs> it's never as happened. As a matter of fact, as a kid, I put one on the ground. Everyone did. It's <laughs> never happened. <laughs> Nothing happens. Your feet just get disgusting. If you just... slip, like... <laughs> if you step on a banana peel and, and like lose your balance that you fall on your ass, you are a jerk. There's something wrong. <laughs> There's something really wrong. Um, so Freddie's got Dylan pinned into this boiler. Um, his arms start stretching a little bit of an, uh, a nod to the first one also with the extending arms, which again, I didn't, wasn't thrilled with <laughs> it's just a weird effect yeah. i don't know man it just seems i don't know um the bob share stays the bob shea stairs come back yeah which also pissed me off 
Um, and then Frenji, yeah, unhinges his jaw and is about to eat Dylan. Yeah. Like he's putting him into his mouth. When he could just kill him. Yeah, easily. Or um, he could probably just swallow him because he could do anything in this dream realm. Yeah, exactly. And uh, Heather staffs him. <laughs> need to put him halfway in. That was always like the flaw with Freddy. And like, again, we talked about it, I think, last week where it was like they um, they'd always chalk it up to like he likes to torture you and make you be scared before he killed you. But like sometimes it was just like, you know what, Freddy? Usually after an hour and a half of this happening, they they beat you. So... Like, if you're watching your watch, Freddy, and it's been an hour and a half, you should probably wrap it up. Yeah. Be like, I, I should kill these people <laughs> and get out of here before they kill me again. My note here is, no, <laughs> big, big long tongue, why are they ruining the movie? Yeah. Um, because his face is, like, behind bars, and he's just unleashing his tongue. Somehow they get Freddy inside the boiler. Yeah. They swap spots somehow. I really do, honestly don't know. It happened so fast. It did. It's like, like the boy slips the out kid. and Freddy's yeah. inside. <laughs> <laughs> it's the weirdest thing. They get out. Freddy's inside, and he spits his tongue out and wraps it all around Heather's face. Like it's how long is that tongue? Like thirty feet? Longer than that? Yeah, because they're 100. far away, yeah. and it's absurd. And like Heather was like, it was pretty humiliating. Like I really, it was really unnecessary. <laughs> so, and that's and kind of West said the same thing. So there was definitely a sentiment there. Something happened. You know what I'm saying? Yes. That wasn't their choice. Yeah. <laughs> and it happened. And they had to deal with it. And Heather was like, the way Heather talked about it, she, she was like, it was fucking mortifying. And like all the special effects guys were basically like, <laughs> like wrapped with a big long tongue. Like, and she was like, it fucking was terrible. <laughs> I felt so bad for her. Um, and I felt even worse because it was unnecessary. It was almost a perfect movie. It, and then this bullshit happens. It would have been a perfect movie until the last yeah. 15 minutes. Um, Dylan grabs the tongue and stabs it. Like with a fork. Dude, it's like everyone is using like pocket knives in this mo- in this scene. Like Freddy is just being stabbed with pocket knives. Like, like he pokes him in the tongue and it's like. Ooh, like the whole tongue unravels. Like, Come on. It's like, whoa, I got to release my grip. <laughs> um and it, uh, he rolls back in and he catches fire in the boiler. And Oh, the tongue coming back like knocks him backwards. Like a, like yeah. a fucking measuring tape. Yeah. <laughs> and he falls into the fire. He turns into the devil. He does. In the flames. He's a demon. And dies. Yep. Because he got stabbed in the tongue. Yeah. Um, Stupid. <laughs> they wake up a fucking mess but alive. Heather finds the script next to the bed. Um, Dylan goes, at last, the witch is dead. And then uh, she reads it, says, Heather, thanks for having the guts to play Nancy one last time. Now Freddy is back where he belongs. Rega- <laughs> Regards, Wes. <laughs> Not even like, I love you, you saved the, the world. <laughs> 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 Regards. Um, Dylan asks Heather to read uh, the story. And she starts reading uh, the script, which is far worse than <laughs> that she was like what the fuck is this trash yes and that's a wrap for new nightmare yeah. and basically the freddy the true freddy series yes like that's that's it that's i'd i'd encapsulate those seven is that seven it is yes those seven as like the real franchise right there after we do the next two we're gonna rank them right we could do that yeah we could try it. 
Um, so next episode, we are doing Freddy vs. Jason and Nightmare on uh, Elm Street 2010 remake. So check those out. Don't. They're fucking terrible. Um, or do. <laughs> Um, and that's it. Uh, so, guys, uh, rate, review, subscribe on iTunes. That's the best way to support us. If you can support us monetarily, uh, patreon.com slash I hate horror um, or uh, store.ihatehorror.com. I don't know. The link's not working on our site. Everything's broken. I got to, guys, whatever. Um, if you do rate, review, subscribe, send me an email, sean at ihatehorror.com, and I will send you a free sticker. Just uh, email me. And send me your address, and I'll get those out to you. Um, what else do we have to do? Uh, thanks, Harley Poe. Yep. Harley Poe has a new album out, so check that out. Um, HarleyPoe.com, I think, and Facebook.com slash Harley Poe. Just Google. Google him. Yeah, he's everywhere. So just Google him, and you'll find it. Um, and he did our theme song. Um, and then what else do we have to do? What else do we talk about? Uh, that's it. Patreon. Patreon, we did. Said it. All right, so um, social, media. social media. I'm at I Hate Horror Show and I hate, on uh, Twitter, and I Hate Horror on everything else. I'm uh, or for those who keep sending me DMs, maybe just like take it back a little bit. <laughs> some of you. <laughs> well, guys, no, no, there are multiple. Yeah, just just fucking listen, relax. Listen. I love the support. We're all friends. We're all friends here. <laughs> just maybe, maybe pull it back. Take a breath or two. Um, anyways, you can find me at Joe V421, Boognish1985, and Horror Show Joe. If you message Joe more than you message your mom. They do. Then then there's a problem. Think about it. Then think about it. <laughs> Just evaluate it. Just cut it in half. Give some of your, to your mom. <laughs> and, and spend some of that time on your mother and you'll be way better off. If you're sending me pictures of me, <laughs> I don't need that. <laughs> I know what I look like. <laughs> Just, you know, think about what you're doing. <laughs> this is my favorite moment in an episode ever. It's so true. <clears throat> People are strange. I, I almost want you to put this at the start of the episode so I know that they'll hear it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! Oh my god! It's all love. It is all love, man. Just like really, like we we love out. we love all of you guys so much. Just yeah. Just <laughs> maybe tone it down. And if you, th- I, I don't. I want to say like even if you if you if you're like on the fence about whether this is you, are or not, they referring it's to me? Not. It's probably not you, but <laughs> <laughs> it might be. <laughs> you just. Th- I mean, there should be a checklist. Do I send him fifty plus? A night? Do I send him pictures of himself? <laughs> Do I send him role-playing questions on Snapchat? I mean, just relax. <laughs> Guys, we really appreciate the support. <laughs> Thank you all so much. Uh, we do. We really do. Um but yeah, we're just trying to help you guys out, man. Spend your time more wisely. That's all. That's it. That's it. We want you guys to have hey, a better life. Hey, you can send me one a night. I'm cool with that. When I'm trying to go to sleep and, you know, a hundred messages come up, 
It might Joe, be a little much. Joe's texting me at like 1 a.m. last night. He's like, this is out of control. <laughs> oh, my God. All right, guys. Um, so thank you all very much. We really appreciate the support. It's been awesome. Um, this has been an insane month. It's probably been our best month ever. Um, and we're back on the iTunes charts. And it's all thanks to you guys. So thank you all very much. Um, and that's a wrap. So for Joe, <laughs> this is Sean. Stay weird. Thank you. Adios. Adios.